0: Five, four, three, two, one. Dexter Stucky presents. Industry, Industry Friends. Friends.
1: Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends. I'm your host, Dexter Stuckey. I have in the building with me today, dancer Mr. Jules McKelvey. Yo, yo, what's up? Jules McKelvey in the flesh. I used to tear your last name up so bad. <laughs> like, I used to always want to say McLeavy. No, it was fine. I get that a lot, though. <laughs> Happy to be here. So uh, Jules and I know each other from undergrad, actually. And the personal story I have for, with Jules, like, we were cool in undergrad. I always thought we, like, had, like, a connection with each other in undergrad. We would see each other. We would speak. Um, but it wasn't until after college that we, we, like, were talking more and, like, we were hanging out and stuff like that. And I remember this one time. I was like, oh, I definitely have to hang out with Jules more often or whatever. And I was in, I was in the mall. I want to say it was Oxford Valley Mall. And I was in, I was buying cologne out of Macy's. And I remember there was a kiosk in there and you were like, it was you. You were like, hey, that's I'm like, oh, like what are you doing (laughs) over here? And I remember we talked for a little bit. And at that time you were like, oh, you know, actually, that's when I was like, oh, we got to hang out, this, that, and the third. You were like, actually, I'm getting ready to move to Florida. Yep, yep. I remember. And I'm like, you're moving to Florida? Like, what are you moving to Florida for? And you were like, I'm actually going to go work uh, at Disney. Oh, woo. (laughs) <laughs> Where
0: it, does the time go? Yeah,
1: and I'm just like, well, that's... Like, this. I think this was right after we graduated yeah, or so. Just but just I'm just like, after. yeah, and I'm just like, wait, you're moving to Florida to go work at Disney? Like, explain. Um, basically, you went there and you were a dancer with Disney. Yeah. It, You've been it, dancing all your life. Yeah, it happened fast.
0: I was actually working... I was working two jobs then uh-huh. in Philly. I was working at the Spirit of Philadelphia downtown. Yes. Um. Shout out to the Spirit of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I was one of the entertainers on the boat. So okay. I was singing and dancing there a lot, and um, a lot of the clientele would just say, Wait, "Why not Disney? Why not Disney?" And I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm in
1: Philadelphia. I don't know.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, how would I get into Disney?" A friend of mine's um called me and was like, "Hey, Disney's coming to Philadelphia.
1: What like, What did they do? Just come and do an they audition? They came did an
0: audition. They did an open call audition." I'm looking for dancers, singers. A friend of mine's called me. They did it in South Philly. Okay. Um, I went down there. I went down South Philly. Uh, it was uh, pouring down raining that day. Yeah. So I was kind of already in a mood like, "Uh, this is a lot. This isn't for me. And then one of the spokes, uh, spokeswomen, I guess, for Disney was like, I love your smile. Your and, smile, yeah. This okay. is in the beginning. Like I'm just walking through. As the you're door.
1: miserable because you're like it's <laughs> <"There's> raining
0: stuff <laughs> I was out like, here. It's raining. I was in traffic all morning. I'm in South Philly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. You know, it was just a lot going on. And um, I remember the woman just saying, "Hey, I love your smile." So I was like, "Oh, I haven't even danced or did anything yet." But that kind of makes sense for Disney too, though. Like that—that's what they would be looking for, like personality-wise. I could see that. So from there, I just kind of stuck with it. They taught us a routine. Um the routine I get kept all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. And you know me, you know, you went to college with me, mm-hmm. so I you know, we have our own way
1: of dancing. I was going to ask you about the like because <laughs> I know what when you say we you're being generous cuz I don't dance at all. <laughs> but <laughs> people like they dance especially at Lincoln. You were part of Onyx, Onyx, Onyx dance, dance troupe. troupe. You guys dance is a very hip hop based dance. Yes, hip hop for
0: Disney's sure. Disney's not like that. Oh man, let me tell you something. It's not like that. And um I didn't let that stop me, though. So for all my dancers listening, don't let that stop you. If you're one style of dance or you think this may be this way, still go. You never know. Mm -hmm. So I went, and the um, casting director of Disney, she said, "Um, what is your name? So I'm like, Jules, and I'm a little shy because I'm in a room with all these, what I thought was great dancers. Mm -hmm. She's like, I cannot take my eye off you. She was like, can you do it with my choreographer? So I'm like, uh, uh, sure, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You can't turn down You I can't turn it down. So yeah. like
0: she's right in my face. Everyone's staring at me. I, I um, did the routine with the choreographer. And at the end, she was like, okay, thank you. That's all I needed to see. Okay. And you know, for auditions, dance auditions, y- you don't know. What do you mean? Sometimes you audition for things and I'll say thank you. And did I get you it? You'd never hear did back I from them. Get it or- sometimes you would never hear back from them. Sometimes you hear back from them. The next day, yeah. is just kind of a waiting game, if you will. Okay. So, I was waiting. I had my job <laughs> at the mall while yeah, I ran yep. into you. Uh, I was just chilling at the mall, just doing what I have to do, you know, still pursuing. I get a call one day, and it's from the same woman that I ran into at the audition. Okay. And she's like, hey, can I speak to Jules? And I'm speaking. And, you know, I have iPhone. So, it says Orlando, Florida. Yeah. She's calling. She's like, hey, um... This is so-and-so from Walt Disney World. Um, we would love to offer you a job.
1: I started laughing. I thought she was joking. You thought she was yeah, joking? Yeah, like <laughs> I was like, oh. I feel like we've all been there, though. Like we've all been there when it's a job that we know we want so badly. And then it, they call and you're like, you're expecting a call because you, you put yourself out there for this. But you're not actually expecting to get it. Yeah, like, I think I we've all like, kind of like been in that like moment. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Dex, I was like, are you, is this real?
0: She was like, um, "Is this Jules?" <laughs> so the rest is history. Okay. Um, I I had two weeks to move. Oh wow! I had two weeks. Very short so a lot of people didn't know that
1: I had uh, two weeks during the Christmas season. I got now. A- is that common? You're right. It was definitely during the Christmas season because mm-hmm. that's. Yep, you're right. Now is that common to like in in your industry where you you book a gig or a job or whatever, and it's a quick process? Like you got to be here, or you got to be there in a short amount of time, or, do, or is it normally like? spaced out? You know what? It's coming. Okay.
0: One thing that a lot of people don't realize is entertainment is subject to change. So it can be like, hey, we need you tomorrow. We need you now. Or guess what? Production is not going to start for another two months. So you just kind of have to wait it out. Makes sense. So um, in this situation, Disney had a whole list of new shows and new things, new products they were planning. Mm -hmm. So they were like, we need you here by January 1st. This, gotcha. is, this is a couple of weeks before Christmas.
1: I'm like, oh. On the bright side, though, you didn't have to buy anybody Christmas gifts. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was amazing. That's true. But at the
0: time, I wasn't even thinking like that. I was thinking to myself, like, how am I, I going to move my whole life yeah. to a whole new city in two weeks? In two weeks, yep. I had to put two weeks' notice into at my jobs. I had to, you know, say bye to friends and family. I didn't even have a going away party. Right, right, right. I just left. Well in
1: two weeks' times you don't really have time yeah. to report stuff. And especially during that time, like the holidays and stuff. Now we're gonna get back to Disney because yeah. I think that's a really fascinating part portion of your story. But before all of that started, like when when did you get the dancing bug? Like when was this something when would, when did this turn into something that you're like, I can make a career out of this? I would say
0: the spirit of Philadelphia.
1: So after after undergrad, yeah, after undergrad. So
0: what did you go to school well, for? Like, what was your what was your major? I st- I went to Lincoln University. Shout outs to LU team HBCU all day. <laughs> um, my 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 major was business management. Okay, but what a lot of people didn't know as well, I was performing on the cruise ship while I was at. Oh, okay, okay, I, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just I move in silence. You know, I was um at school Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. and then. Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, I would go to the cruise ship and perform. Oh, cool! And
1: it was two separate worlds, so it right, wasn't right, right, like people yeah. would find
0: out. I was just was, and it wasn't no
1: secret. I just was focused on oh, doing what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. it's just, funny. I had a, I guess, a, a secret life at Lincoln too. I would leave on the weekends to go work at Banana Republic, but I guess it's the same thing. Same right? thing, yeah. <laughs> it's just like so it's it was, not as cool. <laughs> it was one of those, um,
0: one of those things, and I, that moment that I felt performing on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. especially in my own city, was amazing. Um, just having the lights and the choreographers and learning choreography and performing and then going back to Lincoln the next day.
1: Was just... Now, how did you get into the spirit of Philadelphia?
0: Uh, I was in Jamaica on vacation, and um, I stayed at a, a resort, an all-inclusive resort. Yeah, throw that out there, huh? I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but while I was out there, I fell in love with the entertainment out there. Oh, know, they, when the, Okay. Okay. I was at yeah, the, yeah. The, the all occlusive resort. They had um dancers yeah. and entertainers and so I kept axing the, the, the dancers there in Jamaica. I was like, Oh, how do you guys get into something like this? I mean, I live in the States, I live in Philly, but
1: I would What'd love you do? to do yeah, something yeah, yeah. like
0: this. My mother was like, Oh, well, Spirit of Philadelphia has entertainment. It's a cruise ship in Philly. Mm-hmm. It goes up and down a Delaware River. I think this would be a great way for you to get your feet wet. I auditioned. I Googled it, I Googled it, and um, it just was in my favor that it was having auditions maybe, like, a week after I Googled it. Okay. So I didn't have no time to really, like, yeah, chicken yeah, yeah. out. It was either, like, sink or swim. Yeah. So, like, literally, get yeah. you on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, on a cruise ship, catch it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. So I show up, and, and this is so new to me. At that time. Yeah. You know, the time was 2009 or 10. I want to say 2009. Mm-hmm. 2009 is when I auditioned. And um, I was very honest with them. I was like, hey, um, I love to dance. I love to perform.
1: Now, was this your first, like, like audition for a job? Yes. First. Okay. Um, How was the process?
0: The process was cool. I got and I showed up and it was a lot of um University of the Arts students. Mm-hmm. So I was already a little intimidated because, you know, I studied business yeah, management. Yeah. And I'm here with these people, and they're in a. The back. This is what they do. They're stretching, and they're, uh You know, like they're warming up <laughs> no, their did you vocals. have to sing, too? Yes, yeah, like, yeah, to... I did. I to sing as well. Can you sing? Yeah, I can sing a little bit. Okay. You know, um, I can hold a note. Okay. Um, you know, I'm no Luther Vandross, but I can hold a note. So I went, and I was very honest with them. I was like, hey, you know, I'm more of a dancer that sing rather than a singer who danced. Right.
1: And, but, and what, were they looking for singers who dance? They were more so looking for singers who dance. Okay. And they were very honest with me in
0: return. They were like, well, we're more so looking for singers who dance, but let me see what you got. Mm-hmm. So I, I did more dancing. I performed um, <laughs> The Wiz, actually. Okay. Because oh, that's singing and dancing singing together. Singing and yep. dancing. And um, I felt like it told a story that I can relate to, especially with me being an African-American male, mm-hmm. me attending a, a historically black university. So I'll keep it Wiz, keep it black, keep it fun, keep it classic. Mm-hmm. After the audition, again... They were like, thank you so much. We'll be in touch <laughs> if we want you.
1: So we'll name this episode. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so eventually they call you and it all works they, out. Now, for other people who are listening to this show, and I say this all the time. Like, I want this show to be used as like a vessel for kids who might be in high school who are thinking like, I don't know what I want to do with myself after I graduate from here. Or people in college thinking like, what am I going to do? Or people like kind of how you were who are in the workforce and are thinking like, I want to change in my career. I want to see what else is out there. Like, what advice would you give them when they're going on auditions? Specifically ones where they're not le- necessarily looking for dancers. They're looking for maybe singers who want to be dancers, singers who dance a little bit or something like that. What advice would you give them?
0: The best advice I can give is to always pitch yourself out there. Okay. You will always have to pitch yourself out there because the thing about this industry is you never know what they're looking for. An ad may say, hey, I'm looking for three singers. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you're not the casting director. You're not the producer. You know, you're the one auditioning. For all you know, they could be looking for someone else for another show that they haven't even focused Makes on. Makes
1: sense. Yet. Yeah, yeah. So still just go into it. It still Always puts go. you it puts you out there. You get your resume out there to the, it might not be what they're looking for at that moment, but you never know for the future. That could be something that they're looking for.
0: When I did the um the cruise. Mm-hmm. When a woman called me and um and we're still good friends still to this day, when she called me and offered me, I was I was at Lincoln. Okay, remember I've, I drove down audition, drove back to Lincoln. Oh for floor, for Disney? For no, for um the cruise ship. Oh for Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, to Philadelphia. Yeah, I was still remember I was a sophomore in college, mm-hmm. so uh I've.
1: Drove down. Josie was only, one of the only sophomores who had a car on campus, too. I do remember that. I had a car my freshman year, too. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. remember, we weren't allowed to. Yeah, we, we were weren't like, you're allowed, you're not allowed to yeah. do that. Yeah. We were not
0: allowed. And everybody was like, how did you manage to get a car freshman year? I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> politics, <laughs> politics. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but yeah, you drove down there. You did the audition. And I drove back. She called me about a week later. Mm-hmm. And um, I was driving when she called. And I picked up because I didn't know the number. I pulled over. And because that's back when Lincoln was a driving campus, okay. You know, we was driving, yeah, like, yeah, driving yeah. around, and she offered me the position, and I remember just being super excited and a little nervous, like nervous why though? Because at that time, I was like, I've never done anything like this before. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what what scares a lot of people, whether it's
1: dance or whether it's acting or whether it's. A new job or mm-hmm. new career path. So I think it's funny though. Like we all get like that. Like when I first got hired at iHeart, like I knew that I could do the job. I wouldn't have applied if I didn't if I couldn't do it. And I wouldn't have gotten it if they didn't think I could do it. But I just remember for the longest time being so nervous about it. And I don't know why, like, we get like that. Like we've done our part. Like why do why are we still nervous?
0: I guess it's just that that fear of like, wow, this is really about to happen. Yeah. That's the thing, you know yeah i'm sure yeah i was like wow i'm really about to guess perform okay and, and yeah it's one thing we did it at lincoln and i love doing mm-hmm. it and, um because lincoln but it's your peers yeah there's nobody's peers. judging
1: you you're what you're doing is 10 times better than what any of us could do you know what i mean oh, like thanks bro when i'm looking at it i'm always just like i can't do that so like i can't say anything bad about you guys because mm-hmm. like i can't do it i physically cannot do that I think. People always say, like, if you try, you could do it, but I don't know. But I physically don't think that I can do it. And I think a lot of people, as your peers, they'll look at it and they're like, you're dope at this. You're good at this because, again, we can't do it and you can. But then when you step on a bigger stage and you, like you said, you're looking at the people from U arts. it's kind of like, they're looking at you like, I can do that better than he can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like.
0: And just even the intimidation, you know, that was my first big role audition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, for those who don't know, it's intimidating to walk into a room and. Everyone's fighting for the same role or same part or same job.
1: Now, how do you guys in the dance world like deal with that? Like, because for instance, you were in Onyx, so a lot of people from Onyx also lived in Philadelphia. So if they were going for auditions, they would be going for the same ones that you're going for. How do you still keep that like friendship together when you guys are competing for the same spot?
0: That's a great question, and that's a real question. You know, um, the way I do it now, because I have friends now that I still see at auditions. Yeah, we just cheer each other on. Okay. That's literally the best way you can. You, mm-hmm. you have to. You have to look at it like that. You have to look at it like I give you a certain amount of respect because you're out here doing the same thing I'm doing, and we're cool. And we might not be best friends, or we may even be best right, friends. Right, you right. know, some of my closest friends are dancers. Okay. So I still, I'm still going through that still to this day, but I can't be mad if I don't book the job and they do. Fair. Because I wouldn't want them to be mad if I book the job and they don't. That's fair. That's fair.
1: That's a fair way. Okay. Now. We're in Disney now, like back to Disney. All right. So you move out there. What's the process like getting started? Because I know Disney's probably like a go-to <sighs> or a goal for a lot of people who are in this, this, uh in, in dance, like people who are dancing professionally. I think Disney, Disney is a place where they want to be. Oh yes, for sure. Disney is where it's at. So like you were hired at Disney, you started dancing. What was your first like job that you did at Disney?
0: My first job was a brand new show they had. Um... It was the Festival of Fantasy Parade, which mm-hmm. is a brand new parade. They spent millions of dollars on it. They had so many different looks. It just was a lot. Yeah. And it was new to me. And, you know, I can speak I I, honestly on this show, can I? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. great. You just got to <laughs>
0: ask. You never know. But um, coming from an HBCU, uh-huh. stay with me now. Even for my listeners, stay with me. Coming from an HBCU HBCU, to,
1: HBCU means a historically black college or university.
0: All right. And then going to just like- all white world at Disney it was like a culture shock like, for you for me, okay, like I walked into rehearsals and as you know, I was on a dance team and at Lincoln, which,
1: and, is oh, which is all black which mm-hmm. is all black all
0: hip hop bass, and um I walk into this rehearsal and I'm looking around and i don't see no one that
1: looks like me so the ratio is that like is that noticeable yes,
0: for sure mm. so um I walked in and Everyone's staring. Like, who's, the new who's yeah. a new guy? Who's a new guy? Who's a new guy? Who's a new guy? That's all I was hearing the whole time, and I had this like this fear of like, do I belong here? Right, right, like, right. Like, it's just re- I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like, At that time, you know, like it was too, f- it was too fast. The world switched too fast. Mm-hmm. Let me say it that way. It just
1: went from one way, and then two weeks later, it's like, another way, different. And then it's that new job intimidation plus like it's like. My skill set might not match up with what you guys are looking for.
0: Everything you just said, at yeah, was all. And then gone I'm African
1: American and I, and not kind of like the minority here. I is... went from being the majority to the minority, yeah, within weeks. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um,
0: so it was it was it had its intimidating moments, but it made me a whole lot stronger. I wouldn't be here today if I didn't go through that experience.
1: Nice. I remember seeing something like I would see like little clips here and there of things that you would do, but I remember seeing this one, which was like maybe a year or maybe even longer after you were there it was you did the lion king yeah my favorite and i remember seeing that and i was like mesmerized by it i'm just like this is insane because you see you oh. which is somebody that i know i'm just like oh my god that's cool but then you see all the people around you and you see how much of a production it is and you think about when you were at disney and you, and you see like the princesses and everybody like coming out and it's like Wow, like these are real people who do this. One and it's like I know one of them. Like that w- that part to me was like super cool because you don't think about that career field. I think even with me and like radio, like people were like, "Oh, I heard you on the radio." And it's like you don't it's not really something that you think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just kind of like People just do it. You don't. You very rarely know the people who are actually doing this. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. My dad used to say the
0: same thing. He was like, "How many professional dancers do you know?" Right. And I was like, "Oh, I guess myself." <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it was fun. And the Lion King was my favorite. That's all I've ever wanted to do. Really? Yeah. So that was a, a like a beyond dream come true. Mm-hmm. I know Disney's tagline is like "Where dreams come yeah, true," yeah, yeah. but that was my personal dream coming true. Because I grew up loving The Lion King. as my favorite movie mm-hmm. still to this day.
1: Now, I want to take a, a quick detour from like the actual interview. We'll get back into yeah, it. Sure. Um, it's just a conversation that I have with a lot of people. And you just said something. I really want to get your thoughts on it. Can you tell me the, your top five Disney movies? Top
0: five? Yeah. Well, Lion King is definitely one. Okay. For sure. It's way up there. I will go with Tarzan as well. Okay. Tarzan is amazing. I'm um, from near, um, believe it or not, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Because I just recently seen the new live action one. Okay. Uh, you said top five. Or yeah. uh, you you're going to make me work for it. <laughs> oh, Aladdin, of course. Okay. And then my fifth movie, I'm trying to think of like music wise, because mm-hmm. sometimes the music is what sells it for me. Yeah. I want to say the fifth one would be Jungle Book.
1: That's crazy that nobody besides me mentions Toy Story. Like, I feel like Toy Story should be number one on everybody's list. Mm,
0: Toy Story didn't do it for me.
1: That is insane. (laughs) Like, surprisingly. (laughs) But, you know, Toy Story was cool, but, you know, I'm I'm more into the performance aspect. Mm -hmm. So the musicals, the singing, the dancing, like, that's what. All the ones that you named, too, like, they're ones that, that could be translated into a live action as well. Which makes a lot of sense because that's what you were actually doing. Whereas Toy Story, you can't really make that a lot. Yeah, action type I mean, of
0: thing. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Andy's gone, Andy's dead. What's the the tagline they say in the movie? <laughs>
1: it just says, Andy's here. Andy's and here or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, I can't even remember. But yeah, it's a popular movie. But it wasn't was say to say There have been three. A fourth one is coming. So See, it's uh, pretty popular. Also, oh, your series. are serious it, Yeah, this is the most spinoffs. Toy Story is the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, now, what were some of the perks when you were working at Disney? Oh, um, instance, I don't want to say like
0: the perks is when you're a Disney dancer, it's like people treat you like you're just
1: everything. Like a star? A star. Yeah. Like,
0: I didn't want to say it, but I don't, because I don't want to come across like that. But you don't want to come across that you're a star? No, as far <laughs> as like, ooh, well, I was at, you know, I was dancing at Disney, but people make you feel that way. Yeah. Like, I was still my regular stuff. I was still posting pictures, still, Talking to my same friends mm-hmm. and, but the the people because what a lot of people don't realize is Disney is a great brand mm-hmm. and some and they have their loyal 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 fans. People go to Disney every year. Oh, I, people go every day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean like, I know
1: I know people who like legit like set a plan to go to Disney every year as adults. Yeah, so it's, it's like the loyalty is definitely there. It's
0: loyal to the point where you come out and you perform every day. And you see the same people in the audience.
1: Oh, uh, when you said every day, you meant that. <laughs> oh, I mean every day. Like I mean, wow.
0: like I get up and I come to to work to perform, and I'm looking at the same family. If you catch my drift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where I'm like, do you guys are do you guys go to school or like <laughs> are, are are your kids homeschool <laughs> or like we not
1: that good? Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> what's going on?
0: And the the way we and they told us this when I went to orientation. Mm-hmm. They was like, you
1: have the power to really change a person's day by just looking at them and smiling. And I can see that. And that's probably why I'm relating it back to how she said, I like your smile. There it is. Yeah. See, she's,
0: at the time, I wasn't aware. Because she knows what she's looking she for. She knows what she was looking yeah. for. And sometimes I can just look at a guest in the audience and while while I'm performing. Mm-hmm. And I can just smile at them
1: or point at them. And you can see it in their face. They're like,
0: wow. yeah. Oh
1: that acknowledgement's a big deal—and and you're on you're on center stage, and you're giving them acknowledgement. It's kind of like I can see that I can understand oh, that. Oh man,
0: it just—that was a beautiful part. Um, as well as Disney runs Orlando, there's nothing bigger in Orlando than Disney World. Mm-hmm. Like there's just there's nothing. There might be competitors and you know other parks and other different shows that goes on, but they're but not Disney. Disney runs.
1: That's fair. Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> now, for other people who are looking to do this, like they want to do like the same thing, like get in with Disney, is it common for Disney to come to different states and do auditions, or oh, is it for sure? Oh, really? Okay. What
0: you wanted to do is for my listeners and young dancers, or, or people who even are close to dancers who might not know, you can go to DisneyAuditions.com. dot com. Okay. They come to pretty much every city. Okay. Or, or definitely the major cities mm-hmm. like Philadelphia, New York, Atlanta, Chicago, L A. Like they. They do a tour
1: every year, at least twice a year to come to to Philly. The thing, I didn't know that, and I'm sure other people listening probably didn't know that either, so that'll be really helpful for people who are dancing and like looking to do something like that. Yeah, because it's not like on the radio. You're
0: not going to be listening to—we're like, in Philly, so you're not going to be listening to like, Power 99, and they're going to be like, Disney's coming—you know, it's right, not right, right. like— I don't want to say cheesy, but it's not like that. It's just kind of like you have to either be in that industry—
1: or be look, you have to look for the information Or you basically. just have to look for the information yeah.
0: And that's where we're at right now A lot of people don't look for the
1: information Or a lot of people don't know where to look for the information mm-hmm. Now at this part of the show I like to call it what's next So like what's next is more so like What are you doing now and what do you see yourself doing in the future So you're not at Disney anymore No I'm not I'm actually living in Los Angeles California right okay. now Okay. What, what inspired that move You know one day I
0: just Woke up and was like You know my time here is done like at Disney at Disney like I felt like I've done everything that I wanted to do per once I got hired yeah like once I got hired at Disney I went and saw every show on property like and I made a list to myself mm-hmm. Jules you know you see yourself doing this show you see yourself doing this show you see yourself doing this show once my time came and I've done x y and z yeah it got to a point where I was just Complacent, almost. So basically, you so said I did the
1: Lion King. I can go. Well, <laughs> Lion King and some
0: other things. I've done a lot of cool things with Disney, like just different commercials and mm-hmm. different. Like Disney's huge; it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Some stuff I haven't even still to this day seen because it's shipped off in Disneyland Paris, or yeah, it's only being shown in Disneyland Tokyo. That's kind of like, cool, though. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. So, but I just had a meeting with the same casting director who hired me years mm-hmm. ago, and I just was honest with her, and I was like, "This is where I see myself going." I don't see it being here. And nope. she gave me some be- she gave me the best advice. She was like if you feel like your your time here is done, I would rather you leave respectfully than
1: on bad terms. On bad terms. Now, when you had that conversation with her and you were telling her like this is where I see myself career this is where I see my career going, like what was that? Where was that? Um moving to LA and okay. going
0: more into the industry side like Disney is the industry mm-hmm. but its more gear is geared to kids or geared to and the family And you're aging basically you're getting I'm, older I'm getting older yeah. um I want to I got tired of shaving my facial hair every single day You used to be clean cut Yeah you have to be clean cut because I was playing different characters different characters and I was playing youthful characters Yeah so it was a point where I needed to look 16 17 and at the time, you know, I was 25 years old, you know? <laughs> so wow. okay. looking at me on, like, I guess, t- TV and film, mm-hmm. you look and it's like, oh, this guy looks so young. But if you have a conversation with me, you can you can clearly tell he's a grown man.
1: Yeah. But they probably even treat you
0: like you're younger, too, since yeah, you look like Yeah, everything you know. was like, hey, guys, you guys want some ice cream? And I'm like,
1: no, actually, I have to follow my taxes. So... <laughs> <laughs> Fair, okay. So, like, what what are you doing now in in Los Angeles? In Los Angeles, before I left um
0: Florida, I started leaning away from the Disney. So I started choreographing my own uh, shows and productions, and then I started working in Atlanta. And a lot of people don't know about that either. I, I just posted pictures, but mm-hmm. I never really got into what I was doing. Where... Once I got, once I started traveling, I never really lived in Atlanta. I would just work back and forth from Orlando to Atlanta.
1: Oh, like traveling back and forth. Traveling back and okay.
0: forth. And that's when I started doing like acting and I started taking my TV youthful acting and, and trying to switch over to a more of a grown Like
1: an adult. Man. What acting. have you done? Like uh, acting? Being Mary
0: Jane. Okay. Um Tyler Perry's The Half I Have Not, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite shows. And I've hosted a few dance events out there. Oh, nice. Yeah, big dance events out there. And and I wasn't even living there. Yeah, so yeah. shout out to Atlanta, shout out to the A making it possible and i was getting to the point where i was like i think i'm done with disney but i'm not sure if atlanta is
1: really where i want to go right i could see that okay so one thing i remember seeing a couple like years ago or so is uh your social media start to blow up a little bit more and i remember you posted this video I think it was like a Bruno Mars song or a Chris Brown song or something like that. Bruno it was you. Mars, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was like four other guys, and and I looked at the production value of it, and I'm like, this is really good. He did an amazing job with this. I remember reaching out to you because someone, I was, I, I don't know if I was working at iHeart or working at CBS, but I remember they wanted to use it for something. Oh. And actually, I don't remember if they did or not, but I do remember reaching out to you and being like, can I use this? And you're like, yeah, sure, that's fine. But like. At that moment, I started to take notice, and I'm like, "Oh, like I see what you're doing. Like, you don't just post like regular videos on social media. Like, they're always like professionally done. Like, your videos are never." And, and I'm I'm saying this because of like working on your craft and like teaching other people that same thing. Because I've noticed it myself that you just can't post a regular video. Oh no, like no, no, it no. has to be kind of like a top quality video, um, well edited. Like lighting has to be on point and stuff. And I notice that a lot of people will post their dance videos and they're just kind of like in the studio and they're not as polished. Yes. Do you feel like that makes a difference?
0: Oh, for, for sure. You ever hear the um, an expression we used to hear growing up, like, don't dress for the job you have, yeah. dress for the job you uh-huh. want, or in my case, the part you want? Yes. It's the same concept. Okay. It's like, I can't expect you guys to take me serious if I don't even take myself serious enough to invest in myself. Okay. I mean, it's, it's about priorities. What you choose to spend your money on. Mm -hmm. I can either spend the money on myself as far as investing in my craft and Mm -hmm. investing to my future. Or I can just go spend the money on a Gucci belt or or whatever. (laughs) You know, it's just like priorities. Yeah, I got you. So I say to anyone, invest in yourself. Okay. That's the best investment you can make. Forget the materialistic things. Forget that. I just said Gucci is a random brand. It don't have to be that brand. Whatever it is. Yeah.
1: Forget the. It's material. funny though because people will bring up like the big brands like the Guccis and stuff like that, which I I understand where they're coming from with it. But it's a lot of people won't invest in themselves, but they will go spend a lot of money elsewhere. And it's just it could even be on something that's like liquor. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, like and it's just kind of like one of those things. Like you, this money that fifty dollars that you spent or sixty dollars that you spent really could have went back into you.
0: I had a friend of mine's um. Years ago, well, years ago while we was still in college, mm-hmm. the university, and I was getting my headshots done. You know, you have to have up-to-date headshots on how you look, and yeah, yeah. clean cut, and, you know, just part of the industry. And I remember I had a friend that was doing my headshots for $50. And, you know, we were college kids, you mm-hmm. know, so I get the whole, like, I don't really have money or money may be tight. So I, I invested the 50 bucks into paying this photographer to to do my headshots. Yeah. So I remember going to another friend of mine. It's like, hey, this photographer is willing to do your headshots. He charged $50. I think you should just knock it out. I don't have $50 for that. This is what another mm-hmm. one of my friends told me. And I'm like, well, you, you got $50 for the liquor store on Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean by on
1: priority. You invest in yourself, yeah. You, you invest in yourself. That stuff is not going anywhere. Very true. (laughs) Except your body does get too old sometimes for it. So you might it might go Uh, somewhere. You got that's when you start rejecting it a little bit. (laughs) No, uh, you're absolutely right. I just
0: celebrated a birthday uh, two days ago. So um you're absolutely right. Uh Those things are that's a thing of the past.
1: (laughs) Um now to close out every show, I always ask people for their puzzle piece. And the puzzle piece means like some like I look at the world as like this big canvas and it's like a canvas of just like open opportunities and we all have a different piece that we can place on there that connects together that kind of like brings us all together so if you had to give your puzzle piece like what would it be and this could be a quote a mantra some advice to somebody else
0: um i'll have two mm-hmm. the first one would be you're never too old okay you're, you're never too old and the reason why i say that is i going to say can you follow up with that? Uh, uh, you know i was going to explain we all have our fear on whether it's you know, oh, I'm too old or now I have a baby or now I have college or now I have to take care of a sick relative or now I have whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. You know, um, you're never too old. Go for it. Okay. And people in society would try to stop you by pinning on their, their regulations. Like, oh, at this age, you got to have a child. At this age, you have yes. to be married. At this age, you have to do. No, at this age, you can do whatever you choose to mm-hmm. do. It's, I
1: guess that's true, too, because somebody has to play the sultan. Well, <laughs> <from Aladdin. laughs> like he wasn't young. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know,
0: that's that's one thing. And the other the other point I would like to make is let people like myself, and including you as well, Dexter, mm-hmm. let mm-hmm. us be the evidence that you can do whatever you want to do out here. There's no rule. I mean, you got people like President Barack Obama is the evidence yeah. that you can
1: do whatever you want to do. I think, I think people see people him like like President Barack Obama. And they said like it's unreachable though. So and that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to start like this show because I feel like people like us, and not even to say that we've made it to such this far level, but we've made it further than we thought we would. Oh, for sure, and I, I agree. Think, and I think we made it further than like society kind of would have told us that we would have. And I think we've 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 pushed that envelope far enough, far far enough where people could look at us and be like, you know what, like if these guys could do it, like I can do it. Like at least I watched the Beyonce special like last year when it came out. And one of the things she said is, um, if my country ass can do it, like anybody can. And I like, kind of like felt that because, like, I'm from the South as well. And I think a lot of the stuff that I have and that I've been able to do, um, it wouldn't be possible if I just stuck into that, like, realm that I was always in, like, that kind of, that I was like, kind of like brought up in, like, where it's like, this is what you do and, like, whatever. Like, you have to dream bigger. I love that she to. said that. Yeah. I,
0: I love that she said that. And I'm here to say it a million times again. You can't allow. Because where you've been or where you come from is what makes you you.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, for, for the people listening and even for you, Dexter, whatever you have to bring to the table is what makes you you. And if you look at life like, oh well, I'm just a kid from Philadelphia. That's Philadelphia it. is huge. Yeah. Philadelphia is a big city. You know. Mm-hmm. So I learned now, Philly is what kept me going. Philly is what I'm a. Philly made me tough. So I was. More, Tougher than I
1: realized. Makes sense at that time. That makes sense. Now, when you were in California, like you, you're in California now. Oh, yes, I am. What's like? What's been the highlight of your your time in California? The highlight is, and I might be showing my age a little, but okay. um there was this show
0: that I used to be in love with uh-huh. growing up. It was called uh, Making the Band. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember Making yeah, the yeah, Band? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Diddy um, and Lorianne Gibson. The these. Boom Cat. Lady. Boom Cat. Yes. Yep, Lorianne mm-hmm. Gibson. Boom Cat. And um, she played a huge part of my life as far as dance. Really? Yeah, because I love to dance, but, you know, I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know how to get into it on a professional level. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if it was cool on a professional level. I didn't know anything about it. Right, like right. Like, most, like you said, that's why you created this show, because a lot of people have questions on how to get into in different industries or yeah. get into different things. So watching this show religiously, I used to watch her rehearse with the dancers, the people that were making the band and mm-hmm. auditioning, And then she would be screaming like, one and two, three and four. Yeah, yeah. A dancer don't dance like this. A dancer
1: should dance like this.
0: <laughs> so I'm glued to MTV as, mm-hmm. as a 14 year old, 15 year old. Like, you know, those years where you're really finding yourself and finding out yeah. what you may want to do with your life. And my highlight was meeting her and dancing with her. You've danced with her? Yes, I, I have. Wow, that was a uh, a huge highlight. Like I rarely like fan out on people because mm-hmm. I feel like we're all artists or all, all creatives, and all human beings. Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, so um, I can see like the biggest celebrity and be like, "Hey, how are you? I love your work." But for her, I was just googly eyes. <laughs> I was like, "I can't believe you're in my face! Like you don't understand." Yeah, it's like, a big deal. I, I can understand that. I like, I like, after we danced and she saw me dance and um. Um, she posted it on her Instagram page. I reposted it as well. Follow me at McKelvey on IG. Well, I was going
1: to get to that, but okay. He <laughs> jumped the gun a little bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, she um, posted it, and I reposted it, and it was huge, and I pulled her to the side, and I was like, hey, you know, you probably might get this a lot, but, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. I grew up watching you on Making a Band. Mm-hmm. I still watch those episodes, and you are amazing, and I owe a lot to you. And she
1: hugged me. And it's she, kind of one of those giving people their flowers while they're still here type of situations too. I love that. Yeah, I love that. You know, when I see her again, I'm gonna sit. down. I'm gonna <laughs> tell her that. <laughs>
0: that was huge for me. And um, afterwards, and she gave me some words of encouragement in front of everyone. Yeah. she's very. She's like that. Like she will preach and give a testimony no matter where she's at. Nice. She was just like, "Hey, your time is now." She was like, "I don't know what you've been through,
1: but I feel you. I feel your presence." And I saw something in you, and I'm gonna be watching. That's good. Yeah. And also, I just want to point out something that you said that I like a lot was that you said you watch the reality show, and like, there's obviously so many different things going on in that show, but the main thing is the, the talent on the show. Like, that's what you're supposed to be watching. But you weren't watching that. You were watching someone basically in the background, almost like teaching someone, and you picked up on that. And yeah. I relate that to myself because. <clears throat> I'm a really big fan of wrestling and I watch it every week and I'll go to the shows and I do love like what they're doing. Like I wouldn't watch it if I didn't, but I'm so fascinated by the production side and the storytelling side of it too. So it's just kind of like I watch it for like the action for the talent, but also like I study it because I want to be a part of it and I want to see like how different things are done, which is exactly what you said too. It takes,
0: you know how they say it takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. It's the
1: same way in the entertainment industry. It's like what you
0: see. And even when you, brung it up to, as far as disney as far mm-hmm. as lion king there's a full production going on there's like text in the back yep there's producers lighting the and everything there's lighting mm-hmm. there, there's so much that's going on that the viewer may not see but with me having such an interest in that field yep that's all i saw like yeah that makes sense, the yeah. singing and the ditties and you know but i was focused on her so meeting her was just a highlight for for myself, it's mm-hmm. still huge. I uh, still um every time I think about it, I still can't even believe it. But LA's great. I love it out there.
1: I love the um new start. Yeah, like a re like a rebirth almost. Yeah, rebirth. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Now, Jules, where can they find you like social media wise? Since I mean, you have to say it again since you jumped the gun earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you <he> was gonna <laughs> say that.
0: Um you can find me on follow me on Instagram at Jules.makely.
1: And spell it out.
0: And that's J-U-L-E-S dot M-C-K-E-L-V-E-Y.
1: Guys, I also have this in the episode notes, just so you just look down and grab it from there. This has been another edition of Industry Friends. Thank you so much, Jules, for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Review the show. Repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door. Industry Friends.